Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast with Jordan James, the the magnificent Jordan James, and the one and only Joseph. That's me. What are we talking about today, Jordan? Today, we are diving deep on this dynamic of like being in the doghouse and punishing your partner for not knowing what you need and all kind of good stuff. Yep. I dropped some hammers, so this is not for the faint she of heart. It really does. Get ready for it. We're going to talk about being in trouble. Oh, yeah, being in trouble. Next on Hardest Muscle Podcast. Okay. Enjoy. Bye-bye. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello, man. Let's do this one. Let's do it. Yeah, we've had quite the afternoon mm-hmm. getting this whole sh- shebang up and running. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we're here. We're here. We've been really living it this afternoon. We have been. Emotional problems, technical problems, mm-hmm. money problems, the whole thing. The whole thing, <laughs> yeah. But man, are we dedicated. Yeah, and man, you know what? We've actually had a really great conversation about all of it. We did. We I'm did. really proud of how far we've come in our yeah. communication. It's a real, it was a real vulnerable one. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about something different. Yep. <laughs> Talk about something that is completely foreign to us. We don't even we don't even know how this works. Uh, <laughs> we've experienced it with some of our friends, and we're like, we need to talk about this. Well, I don't know. Like, I've experienced it in other relationships too. I know. I'm being jokey. I've definitely experienced this in the past. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my brain is so tired. I just did not even pick up on that. That you're being serious. <laughs> i had a part that was like whoa 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 like we're pretty great but like let's not go that far (laughs) what is this thing we're talking about jordan this concept of being in trouble with your and your with your partner yeah boo (laughs) boo that whole entire concept yeah because like what are they your parents i know like who are you in trouble with your parents like that's a child feeling that you're in trouble oh man yeah you could we could spin that off a little bit too because i know that's something you've talked with me about and like kind of come to terms with in your own self about what like treating your spouse as like a child and like oh yeah i think i've said this on the podcast yeah like yeah it kind of goes both ways because if if you're this the partner feeling like you're in trouble that's that's one thing like letting like letting those feelings sink in but if you are the partner who like is making your partner feel like they're in trouble mm-hmm. or treating them like they're in trouble, like basically you're being their parent. Yeah. And like you're making them a, a child. Yeah. And like you make yourself a child when you feel like you're in trouble. Yeah. Could be in children out there. <laughs> Don't <laughs> no. be children in those ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that it's also a really normal phenomenon when that happens because um, that's a sign that we that you are like working out some parental stuff with your partner, which honestly, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I don't think you have to be totally healed, but like just be it's an opportunity for you to be aware of it. It's an invitation to be aware of it. Yes. Everyone, we're never going to be fully healed because we're humans. So yeah, you definitely don't have to be healed for this. But like Jordan was saying, awareness is key on this one because this is gonna be this could just be kind of an icky relationship. Careful playing with those springs, you can hear that. (laughs) 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 
we'll, we'll prove it to the folks. Roger if you play that. with the spring, you can hear that. Let's, I don't know. I don't know if I believe you. Okay, that one, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to hit something with a rock to see if it'll break. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I've had to live my life, baby. Yeah. So being in trouble, um, should we just kind of go through our past experiences? Because I've... Yeah. I don't know if this is a one-way thing or not, but I know from a lot of my male friends, it always seems like this is kind of a one-way thing of like, I'm in trouble because I didn't do this, or the term, I'm in the doghouse now. Yeah, in the doghouse. In the doghouse. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) Man, the dog won't judge you. I think the doghouse would be a great place. Yeah. Yeah, that idea of being in the doghouse. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like such a common relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's commonly depicted in like media, I guess, and sitcoms and all that stuff. Yeah. But it also seems like actually a real thing. Yeah, I mean, when like, oh man, in the 90s, like sitcom TV shows like Home Improvement or something like that. Tim Allen's ne- he's in the doghouse yeah. now because whatever. And it's just like, <sighs> but then they always like have a meaningful conversation about it and like end up better for it, which honestly is not, that's not a bad way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know many of my other relationship that I've been in or my friends that friends and cohorts that uh, have been in that situation. It just seems like you're in the doghouse. Then like you have to like lower yourself on your knees and beg for forgiveness mm-hmm. or get out of the doghouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like that or just over time, it just never gets talked about and the things go back to normal. Yeah. You just slink out of the doghouse and you're like, you still mad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like to me that, that whole dynamic just like grinds my gears. Like, th- like thinking of it that way. Cause there's a thing to be said of like a boundary is breached oh, and like, this is the new boundary. Like I need some space. Mm-hmm. Like that's something. But like, if they're, you're making it mean, oh, I'm in the doghouse, I'm in trouble now. It's like, that means you're making them your mom or dad. Well, yeah, it's also just kind of, I'm going to cast this net of shame on you for a while and maybe I'll take it off. Maybe I won't. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. But okay. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like, so yes, like it, it is super often where a partner, like I would say usually the feminine, more feminine partner. I'm not sure though. Like, like, yeah, cast shame and like, yeah, you're in the doghouse and you're going to be punished for what you did and you're in trouble. Like, yeah, that sometimes happens, but also like, it's okay to have a boundary crossed and for, for the feminine to be like, I need some space, like to think about this or to process this. And that, but that doesn't mean that you're like in the doghouse or in trouble. But yeah. like, I feel like some, some guys like make it mean that like yeah. they regress themselves. Yeah. I think there's, there's definitely that side of it too, where, um, the, the male side can kind of be like, oh wow. Like she's upset us about something like now I'm in trouble and you put yourself in the doghouse mm-hmm. or like, you know, that old thing of like oh i guess i'm sleeping on the couch tonight and you're just <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you know 
um i don't know it's just that kind of like unspoken uh role where you're just like well i did something wrong and now i have to like feel bad about it and like be disconnected Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah so like what do you do instead of that well you get connected <laughs> you like have the hard conversation you, yeah you know instead of what what we do that seems to work is we kind of just throw it out there of like i'm feeling like you're angry about something or you're you, you seem upset about something can you tell me what you're upset about mm-hmm. and then we have a conversation about it mm-hmm. you know it's not this like oh uh jordan seems mad like i don't want to make her any mad you know mm-hmm. yeah so i'm just gonna like i mean one of the things that's i think the reason how we or not the reason but the the way that we avoid this is that we don't have like real fragile boundaries around a lot of stuff yeah that's true like we just naturally kind of meet each other's needs and we don't have a lot of like places where we rub up against each other in a bad way and like you know like you were saying if there is a a boundary that like needs to be spoken i don't know you do a good job about speaking it for me there's usually not a lot until i kind of run across something and then it's like oh when i run across it then i'll like voice it out but you know i don't have like a laundry list of thou shalt not like (laughs) you know look at me sideways thou shalt not you know eat lobster on a sunday all that kind of stuff oh damn that's my favorite (laughs) thing to do but yeah like i think both of us kind of come into this with not a whole lot of like like list of expectations that you have to like fit in and if you don't then like tisk 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 yeah yeah i think that's that's kind of the difference is like punishing somebody from not meeting your expectations versus okay a boundary was crossed and so like let's have a conversation about that right it's a much different conversation a lot of the feedback i get from my dude friends is they're like, I don't know what I'm at and what I'm in the doghouse about. So like, I just know I am. Yep. And I'll just wait till I'm either not or she yells at me or something like that. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I think like, yeah, I think this was something that really bothered me about that dynamic is like, so like I'm upset about something and then, um, now you're victimizing yourself oh, of yeah. being in the doghouse. Oh man, yeah. I'm like, I guess I should feel bad now, and I, you know, it's like that drives me nuts when like partners just go to that victim place instead of like trying to talk through it. That's a great point because I think that is, I think that's kind of a, an accepted way of dealing in the doghouse of being like. I don't know what she's mad about, mm-hmm. you know, she's just always mad about this or that. And like, now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in the doghouse and it fucking sucks and, but oh, well, she'll get over it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really discounting and like victimizing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it's like what she wants most is to be like heard and understood about like her feelings about like what, what went down. Mm-hmm. But like when do you victimize yourself in that way? 
like that there's no hope of that actually happening right because you're not going to ask the like important question right to answer yeah to, to like try and find the answer right but there is a flip side to it so anyway we were you gonna say something? oh i was gonna say this kind of makes me remind of like the uh the cold shoulder yes yeah yeah man mm-hmm. no thank you yeah i know that <laughs> was something the cold shoulder <laughs> yeah i've given you the cold shoulder yeah i think yeah so that was kind of the flip side that i want to talk about is the other side of that is not being direct about what you need and shutting down and withdrawing, which kind of puts the other partner in no, like with no choice other than like to victimize themselves, I guess, because there's no hope of like actually having a conversation because you're not being direct about what you need. I don't think it forces you to. I think being in a victim yeah, state is, is kind of a choice. That is a choice, yeah. Because um, I feel like when there's a problem or you know a confrontation or something like that you can choose to victimize yourself and like not face it um which you know if that's a survival mechanism of yours like that's something you need to work through but also it's just kind of a a way to avoid like an uncomfortable conversation yeah that's true like you can still go toward the conversation yeah and even say like i got i want to know like what you're mad about. I want to know how you're feeling. Like, I don't care yeah. how you're feeling. I just don't want you to close, close off to me. Give me the cold shoulder. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. We're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but there, there is a way to communicate this that can still, um, be vulnerable and not accusatory and not discounting, but also really open and inviting, mm-hmm. especially around conflict. Because, you know, conflict is a part of relationship because you're two individual people trying to figure your shit out. Yeah. And you're not always going to align perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're really lucky because, yeah, there's not a lot that we don't align with, but um, especially when it comes to politics and God. But. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. J- JK, everybody. Um, well, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to hear about your experiences of either putting someone in the doghouse or being in the doghouse because I want to share mine. So you want me to share mine so that you can share yours? I guess. I don't <laughs> Why don't you just start with sharing <laughs> yours? <laughs> um, you know, it's not a specific thing, but I've been in that place where you, you're like, okay, I know something's wrong and like, yeah, you seem really mad. And like the common mistake is to be like, what are you mad about? Which is a real accusatory way of saying like, what's the problem? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you come out and you're like, what the fuck are you mad about? Yeah. Why the fuck is your angry part <laughs> well, out? Yeah. Why are you angry right Which, now? Which you know what that does to the angry part? <laughs> <laughs> Lights that shit on fire. <laughs> yeah. But I, I can definitely remember a lot of instances in past relationships where it's just like, okay, something's not right and i don't i'm like really afraid to ask because i feel like asking is going to just make it worse Mm -hmm. so like i guess i'll just lay low for a while (laughs) yeah or like if i've done something where it's just like okay obviously what i did like made her mad 
I always remember the thing that was really confusing of like, okay, I can put the pieces together. What I did made her mad, but I don't know why. Mm, wow. You know? Yeah. And like, there's always this thing of like, oh, should I ask her why? <laughs> or, or like, and then a voice is usually like, no, you're supposed to know. So don't oh, ask. Oh. You're supposed to figure this out. Like that's how that's how you solve this problem. You figure it out and then like make it better. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? Oh man! Which can really dig no, deeper into no, the doghouse. Yeah. No. <laughs> no wonder. Wow. Yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah. Always ask. Well, yeah, but you're trained, kind of this thing of like, especially for men, like you're supposed to know how to solve problems. Yeah, totally. So if like you're you caused a problem and your spouse is mad about you, you got to figure that out. Yeah. Well, and I think like your spouse or partner might also set that expectation of, for you to like intuit their needs all the time. And that's what you're supposed to do too. Yeah. There is definitely that too, where it's just like, sometimes you will be like something going on. Like, you know what you did. And I'm like, do I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then it's kind of this like extra helping of like, well, I got to admit now I don't know what's wrong with you. And like, obviously mm. you think I should. So I'm going to double dog dick myself here. <laughs> 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 I have definitely been in that situation where it's just like, I'm just going to ask because you, you think I'm supposed to know what's wrong and I don't know what's wrong. So please tell me what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And man, that doesn't get you anywhere. Well, it won't get you anywhere with somebody who is refusing to be direct about what they need. Yeah, exactly. And who is expecting you to intuit what they need and has no tolerance for like having to be direct about it. And there's definitely when you when you ask like what's wrong, you know, you're you're throwing that out there of like something's wrong with you versus if you come out of like. I am feeling like some energy from you or just like your mood is, is not good. Like, is this correct? Am I interpreting this wrong? If you kind of use so a little bit of our uh, old favorite nonverbal communication. Nonviolent and, and communication. Nonverbal, non-verbal <laughs> communication. That's my new way. This just is be my silent. miming school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here just miming away yeah. and you're like, no, that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nonviolent communication of trying to like express what you're feeling and seeing if that's correct or not. Mm-hmm. You know, like we do this every once in a while where I'm like, baby, you seem really mad. Like, do you want to talk about it? Or is or am I misinterpreting this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's really helpful because like sometimes it is when you're feeling a lot of things and when you're really triggered and you're either in sympathetic or in like dorsal. So like even when you're feeling an- anxious or when you're feeling like immobilized and depressed and stuff or triggered and, sh- and like full of shame, it is really, really hard to be honest and open and direct about what's happening inside of you. Mm-hmm. So like being being asked is is important yeah like it does it is helpful yeah what else what else have i experienced in the past about being in the doghouse yeah the cold shoulder oh man 
Yeah, tell me more. That is the worst for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you are sympathetic towards your partner like being upset about something, you just feel like totally excluded and really cut off, mm-hmm. really disconnected where you're just like I know there's something going on and like I know it may be caused by me and I'd like to do something about that or like at least try to do something about that and I'm just you're just basically giving the message of like no Mm -hmm. you're stuck here Mm -hmm. and that sucks yeah that does that's not a good place to be yeah, that stuck feeling of being in the doghouse or getting the cold shoulder is a real bummer because you're just like, now my life is just a bummer. Mm-hmm. And now I kind of have to like be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like setting kind of the expectation of like, be afraid. But don't step out of line any more than you already have. Mm-hmm. You asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And so you really, you know, got to tiptoe around everything. Yeah, and there's there's just like a sense of shame that comes with that. Like Yeah. I um I remember this is a long time ago, but I had a boyfriend in like high school who would just say passive aggressive shit like that. Like oh, make man. me make me feel bad about that I didn't like meet his need in some way that I had no idea that that was like what I was supposed to meet and like yeah yeah, he would like stop talking to me for a little while and it's just like I remember just feeling so stuck and so like manipulated I guess yeah and so alone and like like what the fuck like just tell me but I got this I also got this sense that the reason why he didn't want to like have a direct conversation about this is because it would have cleared up that like I should have never had to intuit that need to begin with. Yeah. And, like he he had to, that was something that he had to like take responsibility for. Right. And so instead of him taking responsibility for that, he would just like punish me for not for not like doing that. And yep. that like that sucks. Yeah, that's shitty. That's shitty. That's manipulation. Yeah. Yep. So what else is there to say? What else are some experiences of mine? Um, yeah, it's real bummer when like, you know, you do something and like it gets real extreme where like your partner just loathes you oh. and just like kind of holds that over you for a while where it's just like they're just so disgusting. And like people live their lives that way. People live Ugh. their lives that way. Yeah. That is not Fuck. that is not a great place to be. No, man. Yeah. It makes me really sad. Like I didn't experience this, but I have experienced like older couples mm-hmm. where all they do is just pick at each other. Mm-hmm. Like you're perpetually in the doghouse for just being yourself. Oh man, that is I feel so bad for those people. Because yeah. <laughs> you can tell like to me, what it, the way it is, is it's just like the one person like just really loathes the other person for whatever reason. And the other person's just kind of like, I'm so numb to this that I'm just going to be kind of a little bit passive aggressive to you and just kind of ignore you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, this isn't ideal, but it's predictable. And like, I know who I am when I'm in this relationship. And yeah. I know who I am when I just like numb myself. So Yeah. Yeah, it's a real 
Ugh, it's giving me the willies just thinking about I know. it. Yeah, yeah, it's such a small world to live in. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you get out of that world? Yeah. You Take us out of that world, Jordan. It's yeah. It's icky. Yeah, you, like, <laughs> identify what you need and take responsibility for it. Like, you identify the ways that you're not showing up for yourself. Yeah. Like, uh, and also move toward the vulnerable conversation of, like, yeah, I sense that you're upset. Um, and I know it's, I'm guessing it's probably something that I did, but like, I don't know what it is. And I feel like I'm not supposed to, I'm supposed to know so I can solve it. But like, I'm actually, I actually don't know. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Some, if some people, if they're just interested in like punishing you, that's not going to go anywhere like that, that, which is like the thing that really sucks. But if they're, if they're just like having a hard time communicating what's going on and stuff, that vulnerable invitation could be like really, really helpful for them to actually like figure out what they need and be more direct and like open up again. What happens though, if like you find yourself in that dynamic where it's like, I think my partner just really wants to punish me right now. Like, I mean, honestly, the, the nonverbal communication part, (laughs) (laughs) mime this to your partner of just the, saying the that. big middle finger yeah <laughs> <laughs> two barrels coming yeah. in hot <laughs> oh that's funny uh, <laughs> okay so not miming non-violent communication way of what was i even talking about um if you of, find yourself in a yeah of yeah, in that relationship um of being like, hey, you can say yes or no to this, but I really feel like I'm being punished right now, and I don't like that. That really hurts, and I don't want to, you know, be in connection with you while like I'm being punished. So, is that are you punishing me right now, or are you feeling like some kind of anger towards me? Because like, if it's anger towards someone, like I think that can be kind of a root where it's like okay i'm angry at you and i'm gonna take it out on you mm-hmm. i'm gonna get some vengeance for whatever mm-hmm. you did mm-hmm. even when it's like something petty or like not that big a deal that's the worst so like voicing that of like is you know are you really that angry with me about this thing that i did and if you are like let's talk about well, i don't know yeah, you got to help me out with this one. I don't yeah. know, I'm hung up. No, totally. Like, like, for sure, like, start there. And if that still doesn't go somewhere, like, that's an opportunity actually for you to set a boundary now. To be like, look, like, like, I want to know what I did and I want to make this right. And I want to, like, hear, hear, like, your parts and, and, like, how I impacted them and, like, what they're feeling. Um, but... Like, it doesn't seem like we can have that conversation right now. So, like, I'm fine if you need space and stuff to, like, process this. But I'm not going to, like, feel bad about this until, like, I I understand what's happening. And so, like, if you want, when you're ready to have that conversation with me, like, I'm so here for it. But, like, if you need some space, that's okay. I'm just going to kind of do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, setting a boundary of, like, it's okay if you're angry with me. Like I want to know and connect with you, but like 
It's not okay for you to like take out your anger on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but but I think even even just saying like you're taking your anger out on me, that that can like be a source of an argument right there. So to just be like I like I want to have this conversation, but right now I'm feeling kind of stuck. And so if you need some space, like I like that's fine. I can go do my own thing. And I like I but I'm not going to like feel bad about this or I'm not going to like Oh, do you be, think that could start an argument too? You're, what do you mean you're not going to feel bad about this? You know what you did. <laughs> yeah, then you say like I I don't know what I did actually. Like I need you to be direct about like what I did. So that way I can actually like help resolve it. Yeah. Because I don't I don't know what I did. Like I I I really don't like I need you to tell me how you're feeling right now. That's like you treating your partner like an adult. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm just getting these like old memories of like, oh man, that just, then they, they come at you with like, well, if you don't know, then like, you must not care. They, you know, they just keep like piling on that, like that anger part Mm -hmm. or that like, um, what do I want to say? Like, uh, I can't even think. Yeah. So that, that's like their part is trying to punish you. Yeah. The punishment part. There we go. And so like, you're not like, that's when you set a boundary Yeah. to be like, okay, this conversation isn't going anywhere. I want, like, I'm really clear that I don't know this and I need to hear from you what it is. And I, I do care because like, I'm asking you, but like, if you're not going to tell me what it is, then maybe we need some space until like you feel ready to tell me what actually happened. Yeah. Because it does matter. Brave words, Jordan James. <laughs> well, like. I know. I'm just joking. Yeah. That's the way to do it. I th- Yeah. I mean, that's how I would do it. Yeah. There might be different ways, but. Because like the, the, the other person is, is acting like a child in that s- situation. No, don't say that. You're acting so childish right yeah, now. Yeah, don't don't say that. <laughs> but the way that you navigate that is just by speaking to them as an adult. Yeah. And treating them like an adult. Yeah. And like when their child is like, you should know, like all of this stuff, like you should intuit my needs. Mm, like that's a that's child right. talking to a parent. That's Oh, yeah, there you go. Now you're hitting it. Now you're making sense. Yeah, like if you're if you're expecting your partner to intuit your needs... And like, you should know, otherwise you don't care. Like that is like, there's, there's one relationship where somebody is supposed to intuit the needs of another person. And that's a parent child relationship. Yeah. Yep. And so like it, if you're expecting your partner to intuit your needs and like punishing them for not doing that and being unwilling to be direct about what you need, uh-huh. like you are making yourself a child. Wow. Man, you're so good at this, Jordan James. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why, thank you. I know. I was getting all hung up on like, oh, shit. I haven't had to do this in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I know. A, <laughs> a little, little rusty. rusty on this old uh, uh, asking for my my needs here. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's a sticky situation, the old parent-child relationship yeah because i think the flip side of that is like when if the your partner's like i need some space like and in like you like she they haven't been like that direct about what they need and all that stuff like i just need some space and then you all of a sudden just victimize yourself into like i'm in the doghouse now and she's upset again 
it's like you're actually making yourself a child in that situation yeah. who like mo- and mommy's punishing you oh man yeah very true like th- i think that's why this feels so icky yeah is because like this is a way where adult relationships get like child mommy daddy relationships yeah it's so crazy how that because i feel like this is a pretty common thing that people run into and i yeah i think you're totally right it is that dynamic Hmm. well and and also like if this is a chronic thing well like one thing that i i think i said this on other podcasts too was that um if you're complaining about how you are the mother to your partner, like stop treating them like a child. Yeah. Stop treating them like you're their mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like that might cause them to be upset for a little bit because like that's a dynamic that you guys are used to and maybe you're packing his lunches and or maybe like you're you're uh trying to help him solve all of his problems because like that's what that's what like little boys need you to like do for them or you know it's like all these different really subtle ways about how you show up as a as like a mother instead of a partner Dang. and like they might not like that at first because they're used to being mothered in different ways and when you stop playing that role for them that means they have to fill in those gaps mm-hmm. but like that's also how they grow up that's also like how they start acting more like an adult too. Yeah. Man, we all got to grow up eventually, I guess, huh? At least in that way. Yeah. And and like that comes that comes with a lot of extra shit because when you've got to grow up like that, there's often parts that come up that are like, but we never got this when we were kids. Like we right. never got this when we were supposed to get it. And and if we grow up now, that means we'll never get it. Man. Right? Yeah. You're speaking the God's honest truth right there. Because I feel like that is where, you know, when people have like childish personalities like that, those like petty childish personalities, it makes a lot of sense where they're trying to like get something that they never actually had as a child when it right. was okay to like to be selfish and be petty because you're learning, you're growing. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, stuck in that. Yeah, totally. That's right. Yeah. So like if you're expecting your partner to intuit your needs and like know your needs and not have to be direct about it. And if, if he doesn't know, then he doesn't care. That's, that's like the, your child, your inner child, like grieving really that like your, your parents didn't do that for you. Isn't there a little bit of a cultural aspect of this too? Like that I know this kind of happens on both men and women's side, but like there's, there's kind of like we talked earlier, like this acceptable thing of like, Oh, you're in the doghouse. Well, that's just what happens every once in a while. Or like, yeah, he's supposed to know how to like, um, you know, when, when he's in trouble, he's supposed to know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. Just kind of those, Yep. Real commonplace things that just keep this going. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those are like the gender role stories. Right. Yeah. That like we were given by the patriarchy. The old patriarchy at Mm -hmm. Slippery Fish. I know. (laughs) Fucking stinker. 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and the patriarchy kind of sets it up, sets itself up for this. It, because like if in the patriarchy, men are supposed to know everything, be hundred percent competent, fucking provide, be able to kick everybody's ass. Like men, like men are very rigid in their roles. So like, and, and everything in our media like presents like that, that's how men should be. And especially in relationships. So like, it makes a lot of sense why women would be like, you're supposed to know. Right. And also women are conditioned to be totally dependent on men to like our, our whole lives like revolve around men and what men think of us. And so it's like, it makes a lot of sense why they feel like they shouldn't have to advocate for their needs and men should just know. Boom. That's the patriarchy flipped on its head right there, everybody. Yeah. Hope you're ready for that. That's right. So that's why it's like in the (laughs) doghouse stuff. It's just like, no, those are old stories that actually don't apply to you anymore. Yeah. I remember there was an instance we ran across this in kind of a funny way when you were watching The Good Witch just at the beginning and like Mayor Biddy was like, oh, my my husband's supposed to know how to be romantic and like what I want. And we were both just like, what? Uh huh. What are you talking about? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, w- as you buck this pattern in your relationship, you're bucking the p- fucking patriarchy. And so like, the answer is for men or the masculine or the partner who's like in trouble all the time, to come to the table vulnerably with like, look, I don't know, and I want to know, and I'm curious, but like, I really don't know why. Or like I I did, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, because there is another aspect of this of like when you do screw up um, and you know you screwed up, like you cross a boundary or you Mm -hmm. do something foolish or whatever. um, Do you think there is, because you can also end up in the doghouse that way and then you're like, yeah, I belong in the doghouse. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Mm Do you think there is a way of... um, changing that dynamic too where it's not just like okay yeah i need to kind of slink off here and like let things cool down because i fucked up where you can be a little bit more straightforward about it or at least a little bit more open about it of like look i know that i screwed up in this way and i can really sense that made you mad or like i know that made you mad because you've told me not to do that and like i want to give you the space to like um I don't know. I don't know. I'm fumbling today. Yeah. The and like I want to give you space because I I don't know. You're listening to a live fumble right now. <laughs> oh no, you're doing great, baby. Do you want me to like give me one one more try? Yeah, I think you got this. Cuz when you know, you know you screwed up if you're not, you know, stuck in a selfish place like you want to make amends. I think this is a mis uh, a common thing that's misunderstood about men is like when we know we screwed up about something we want to make amends, you know, we want to make it better. We're all about solving problems and when we know we've solved we've created a problem, we want to fix it. Mm-hmm. But there is definitely sometimes when you're like, "Oh, I want to fix this problem." And it's like now nah, this this problem is a little bit too fresh to fix right now. Yep. So like trying to communicate like, I know I screwed up, 
I want to make it better, but like, I can only make it better if you're like willing to like, for it to be better. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to be here for that so that we can work through this. But I'm also going to give you the space if you need space to like process this as well. Yeah, you fucking nailed it, baby. Fuck yeah. Yeah, totally nailed it. Back Be- at it. Because yeah, <laughs> because I think that the important thing there is to not is to hang in the tension of the conversation. Yeah. And to not like victimize yourself now to yeah. protect you from like feeling the tension of like, yeah, I did fuck up. And because like there is consequences when you fuck up. In terms of like, they might need some space to think about it and you might have to hang in the tension of like, I don't know what's going to happen here for a little bit. Yeah. Like that's part of it. Yeah. And that's a, I mean, I think I've been in that place with you only once and that was, that was the worst. Mm -hmm. Do not get high when you're in that place. That's just my (laughs) advice because man, that makes it way worse. (laughs) (laughs) Pro tip right there. When you know you're in the doghouse and you are in the doghouse for a bad reason, don't, uh, don't augment yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try and escape that. Yeah. Like, like the best thing that you can do is hang in the tension of that. Yeah. Yeah. Or just kind of like, if you know you screwed up for something like you, you need to find compassion for yourself and accept what you did. Um, and not just like, cause you can get real victimizing on that too, where it's just like, I'm such a piece of shit. Like, Oh my God, you're just never going to take me back. And like, you can get a real spiral. Right. Yeah. But so it seems like, like, I don't know. It's important to say that whatever you did, that part of you is still only ever trying to get a need met for you. Yeah. And so like, this is a real invitation for you to be like, what need was I actually trying to meet? Right. Because if you come back with like, man, I know I fucked up. Like I've been doing some thinking and I realize I've had this need subconsciously. And like, this is why. And if you like share like what was happening with your parts as you were doing that, that is a huge step of building trust. Ooh, yeah. That's Again. true. That's true, yeah. Yeah, breaking trust is 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 definitely a thing that'll land you in the doghouse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old dog and you're like, Oh, did you break trust again? <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Um And like, I don't know, if you're finding yourself in the doghouse a lot. That kind of is a sign that your needs are unaligned. That is true. That's sometimes a hard reality. That's a real hard reality to come to terms with when you're just like, like we were talking about, you know, older couples that get stuck in that. Eventually, if you're just always in the doghouse and you don't have that awareness of like, I should do something about this, Mm -hmm. you just get that learned helplessness of just like well this is my life now and like you know divorce ain't worth it so i guess i'll just ride this out for the next 30 years until Mm -hmm. i'm dead yeah (laughs) and like what happens there too is that the other partner never learns to actually um change their relationship with their needs so they actually get met yeah you know, the one that's always putting them in the doghouse. Like, they never learn what they actually need or to be direct about right. their needs or that they have the power to meet their own needs. Like, both of them are just stuck in this, like, really helpless cycle. Yeah. Avoid 
learn helplessness at all costs. Please, everybody. And if you're feeling helpless, like that's an invitation to get even more clear on what you need. Right. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty complete with yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Anymore. This is kind of one we we kind of just ran across this with one of our friends, and we we're just like, "Oh man, we got to talk about this." But I don't know. It's there's not much to really talk about. Like, I feel like we're kind of a one trick pony a lot of the times. Of like, now nah, you just got to be open. You got to be vulnerable. You got to use nonviolent communication. You got to talk with your parts, and that fixes everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does until it doesn't. Yeah. Until like it's pretty clear that shit, maybe this isn't right for both of us. Yeah, there's because this is kind of a, a crazy thing that I I feel like is a real truth in life that for some reason we're not taught of like it is much better to hang in some intense momentary tension or uh, heavy feelings or sadness than it is to live a lifetime of like just mm-hmm. mediocre mediocrity. Mm-hmm. If you're like in a relationship where you're always in the doghouse or you feel like your partner's always fucking up and you always have to put them in a doghouse, sometimes it's better to like be open and honest and be like, look, I don't think this is good for either of us. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, we don't, yeah. this is the thing like you don't have to burn a bridge. Because something is not a good situation. Mm-hmm. You can just be straightforward with it. You know, it's it's harder when you've got your lives really tangled together. But even with that, it is way better for everybody a lot of the times when you advocate for your own needs. Yeah. 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 And like, I'll... It makes sense why there is parts keeping people in relationships where this dynamic just plays out over and over and over again, because like at least that dynamic is predictable. That might be the dynamic that they played in their childhood. Uh Like it just might be a kind, it's not like a, I don't know, comfy place, but it's certain. Yeah. And so, like, staying in that dynamic protects you from the uncertainty of what might happen yeah. if you, if that dynamic changes. Yeah. 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 So, it's like, again, that this is like the root of codependency is avoiding our loneliness. Uh, yeah. It's so crazy because when you're in a relationship that, like, is not great for whatever reason and you're just like oh i don't want to be like on by myself and alone and like uh trust me it is better to be alone than it is to just be in like loathing or just like even self-loathing like i feel like that's what happens a lot of the time once you kind of learn that that learned helplessness you're just like self-loathing where you're just like what am I doing? Like wasting my time here. And then there's a part of you that's just like, yeah, but you'll be alone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's the part that you need to talk about, talk with and like get in communication of like, yeah, we'll be alone, but at least we'll have a chance to like find something better. Mm-hmm. Because that was me after my divorce. Dude, that was me after all of my relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Because yeah, loneliness is no fun. 
but loneliness can be an opportunity to like seek new connection. Yeah. And to like find yourself on a deeper level. Dude, a hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, being alone or like not being in a relationship does not mean you failed or that you're a failure or you're an old maid or like, you know, a piece of shit or something like that. A lot of the times that's the best thing for you is to like recenter yourself ask the hard questions of like what do i really want and sometimes just to have a fucking like year where you do whatever the fuck you want Mm -hmm. yeah and like but the thing i would say about that is okay so if you're in an abusive relationship get the fuck out like that's a no-brainer um it's it's simple it's not easy like it's not easy it's not a no-brainer but (laughs) well it it's just like it's clear when like you're being abused. Right. But if it's kind of like, well, yeah, I'm not really being abused, but like how yeah, we fight a lot or yeah, like we find, we're finding ourselves in this dynamic a lot, but we seem to love each other. Like there is a step in between leaving. Yeah. I mean, that, for sure. Yeah. That I feel like people just kind of jump to, they jump to leaving. So they don't have to do the in-between step uh-huh. because the in-between step is advocating for your needs. Right. Fumbling through learning how to be direct about what you need. Mm-hmm. Fumbling through showing up more vulnerably and listening more. And and like practicing nonviolent communication. Um and hanging in the tension of hard conversations because who knows as you evolve in that way, that might be a prompt for your partner to evolve. Yeah. That's exactly what's happened with us over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like that's why even when I was in my flighty place i never left because like you kept evolving with me you kept like hanging in the tension of those vulnerable conversations and that's something that i never had experienced before right and so that's that has actually created an awesome relationship that's lasted i don't know a little while that and i thought like back then every time i had those like courageous conversations we were for sure gonna break up yeah, I know. There was a couple of them where it was just like, well, I guess this is her breaking up with me and I guess I'll just tell her how I feel because that's why I promised myself I'd always be open and honest. And then you'd turn around and be like, oh my God, you're like the best. I feel so connected to you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. 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 So yeah, do that, everybody. You know, just fix it all. Yeah, just fix it all. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, this is a pretty pretty good sized one too. Um, I'm sure we could go into a lot more about this. We're both pretty tired and sleepy, so <sighs> forgive us. Here we go. <laughs> forgive us. We're fading fast, dear, folks. <laughs> dear, dear listeners, we love all twelve of you. Um, this is not our best work, but I think we had some good nuggets. You know in what? There. I think I dropped some real gems you, here. I mean, you were on fire. I'm the one over here who can't get my tongue working with my brain. Um. <laughs> I, never mind. I was going to. You're going to make a dirty joke. I was. You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about your tongue working. Everybody. Jordan James is so dirty. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. It's okay to be in the doghouse every once in a while, but don't make it a common thing and just make sure you talk to each other. Yeah. Just talk to just, each other. Just. That's the thing that I, I, I see most is you're just like. Why aren't you guys like trying to talk about this? Right? Just just talk to each other. Like be be shitty. I mean, don't be like shitty mean, but like 
be shitty at conversation. Be awkward. Be awkward. Fumble through it. Yeah. And like, yeah. Because, I don't know. That's, Sometimes what, that's just, what I had to do. That's where everybody yeah. fucking starts. Most of the time, if you just like keep the conversation going, you'll figure something out. Yeah. Like, have the cringy conversation you don't want to have. Very true. That's the path to success. Yeah. That's the path to success in my business, in my huh. relationship, yeah. and like literally everything. Have the cringy conversation you don't want to have. Yeah. Give it some time. Stay in it. Be open. And be loving to each other. Yeah, be kind. Stay be kind. kind, everybody. All right. Especially to yourself. Dude. I know. It's a whack that that's like the hardest thing to do. But when you can remember to do that, man. Yeah. You our, can go places. Our, our poor parts. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. And that's a wrap. That's mm-hmm. a wrap. Thank you, <sighs> lovely Jordan James, for being yourself. Uh, you too. Spitting hot fire. You, Man, yeah. Before we started this, everyone's like, I'm so sleepy. And I'm like, I know. Let's just try and do this. And here you are just like rolling fire on everyone. <laughs> That's how it works. That's yeah. how it works. That's why she's the best. Aww. Uh, oh, I love words of affirmation. Yeah, well, you're pretty dang good. So, Okay, everybody. Uh, okay, bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Mwah. Thanks for listening to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. If you would like to connect more with the lovely Jordan James or myself, Joseph, this is how you can do that. Yeah, so Jordan here. Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. And my handle is at just Jordan James. Um, I spell my name with an I-N, so it's J-O-R-D-I-N. So at just Jordan James on Instagram or Twitter. How about you, Joseph? So yeah, you can find me at on Instagram or Facebook at uh, the one and only Joseph, and that's spelled the number one and only <laughs> Joseph. And my name is J O S E F. Um, so yeah, hopefully that works. Find me there and check us out. Hope Yay, to see you there. See you there. Bye. <laughs>